So what, we watch anime So what, we play League We're just having fun We don't care who sees So what, we stay in It don't bother me Living young, pale and nerdy Man, I'm really happy that worked because I did not test it out before the show. Anyway, hello and welcome to Reet and Entertainment Podcast episode 172 for November 11th, 2018. My name is Nathan Reet Spruth. Joining me this week, we have Andrew Roa McFain. You have me. And Connor, the cyberpunk monk bash. You have me. I do. I have both of you. And where can we find you guys? Where can we find you, Aroa? Uh, I'm live on Twitch right now at twitch.tv slash row1337. And I got the Twitter, twitter.com, http colon slash slash Aroa. And I got YouTube, it's row1337. That he never posts anything to. And Connor, the Cyberpunk Monk, where can we find you? You can find me at Mixer Cyberpunk Monk. You can find me at Twitter, Cyberpunk underscore Monk. That's it. I don't want you following me anywhere else right now. And that's it. That's everything to find him. Anyway, Nathan Reed's Chris, you, can, you can find me on you can find me on Twitter at twitter.com forward slash Reeton. You can find me on YouTube, youtube.com forward slash Reeton or youtube.com forward slash Reeton Entertainment. You can find me on Mixer, mixer.com forward slash Reeton. Uh, the podcast is on Google Play, iTunes, iTunes, I, I'm sorry, iTunes, tune in, Stitcher, and Spotify at Reeton Podcast. So we're gonna we're gonna ask you what games have you played this week, Connor? Same as last week, Diablo three on the Nintendo Switch. I did also just upgrade the memory in my Switch though, from a thirty two gigabyte memory card to one hundred twenty eight. So I'm now walking around with just about my entire Switch library on me, just you know anywhere I go. I've been thinking maybe starting Zelda again would be pretty cool too. You upgrade? You got to do it on a Hero Quest mode or whatnot. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Now that I, I doing. now that I have a gigantic number of amiibos, I think that it's actually going to be a pretty easy thing to do. I'm the, sort of looking forward to it. I, it I got is, all these video games that I just want to start playing. All I need is time. Yeah, and uh, so just Diablo, just Diablo. How is that? Is it good on the Switch? Yeah, it's great on yeah, the it's Switch. Fantastic. Good, good. I'm happy I, that they were able to pare it down. I hate playing through the story again. I think. Like I, I sort of wish they had a way to give us the the content that is available to you once you beat the game on handheld mode. Right. They but, did that. You know, so they did that on some older MMOs, and it kind of killed the MMO. And what I'm talking about is a uh, Dark Age of Camelot. Once you made a character max level or something like that, you could then start characters like almost max level anyway. And so it kind of killed the game for people who were just jumping into the game because everyone was just creating high-level characters instead of partying with low-level characters. But, you know, whatever. Whatevs. I have not really ever liked a Diablo game. Sorry. They're, they're boring. Okay. Everyone's entitled to their wrong opinion, man. I, I'm, I'm sorry. I just don't like left-clicking on everything. You don't like time. holding the left mouse button? While flashy sounds and happy jingles play, I wouldn't really call it Diablo happy jingles. It's more like suffering screams from hell. But well, it's a good time. It's it a really, really good time. A lot it, of bloody squishing. Yeah, it really depends on the mods you have. To be fair, because I'm sure you could turn it into like pyro mode, where everything's happy and 
you're actually making everyone alive. You They're might not actually house. know this, but there is actually a happy mode kind of little thing in Diablo 3. They don't have a cow level this time. They I don't really remember the name of it either off the top of my head. Well, but there, there's there's kind of a cow level. I thought there was. That's what, there I'm, was that's what I'm that's what I'm bringing up. It's yeah. like the super it's like a my little pony land where everything's super happy and it's Diablo, so they all still want to kill you, but like oh, there's rainbows okay. and it's super colorful. Oh, okay, good. And what games have you played this week, Aroa? Oh, well, right now I'm playing Slay the Spire. Oh, it's a it's a good good little good little time. It kind of makes me kind of makes me want to go back to Hearthstone and play the single player stuff that they've had for a little while because I watched somebody play some of that recently and I realized that wow, it's it's really just kind of like Slay the Spire, isn't it? Now uh, what? What is Slay the Spire exactly? It is a card battler deck building roguelite. light battler. Battler, okay. Yep. A uh, okay, card battler. There we is that go. What you prefer? Yeah. Uh, deck building roguelike. So you start out with a specific set of cards that you always start out with, and then as you defeat enemies climbing the spire. You uh, add, usually, it depends on, on what relics you have, but you usually add one card at the end of every fight. And there are random encounters and stuff with like like weird things that happen. Like sometimes you'll, you'll find this big burning ball of light and uh, you can choose to ignore it or you can choose to sacrifice some of your health to upgrade some of your cards. Yeah. Um, there are shops and all that good stuff. And the goal is to make it to the end. And I, I actually managed to do that on my first try. Uh, but then you have to play through it again um, with the in Ascension mode. And I don't remember how many Ascensions there are, but each level of Ascension makes the game exponentially more difficult. Oh. Um, so, yeah, it's pretty much just playing through the same thing over and over again. There are some unlocks, but not a whole lot. Uh, like I've only got five unlocks left on the character that I'm playing as now. There are only three characters, but, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's a good time and they're, they're coming out of early access next week. Oh, that's good. Uh, How much is the game going to be? I think, I think it's like $20. Mm -hmm. $20. Sorry. I don't check. Let me check the store page real quick. Let me see if it's it is it is shut up. It is uh fifteen ninety nine right now. So it might go up. Um, so I, I wouldn't be surprised. Yes, uh, the early access supporters will receive a lower price. We plan to raise the price when the full game is released. So yeah, it'll probably be twenty bucks. Oh, okay, that's not bad. Or twenty five dollars. No. Or, no, they're or gonna... 25 maybe, but I, I would see it being probably 20 bucks. Uh, I mean, it's been it's been in early access for about a year, almost yeah. a year. Exactly. Actually, yeah, they're going to release it after almost exactly one year in early access. That's pretty impressive. That's not bad. That's not bad. Yeah. So I will be. Um, I, I have been. I'm sorry. I was going to say I have been playing on Monday. I played some wrestling, and then on I started playing some Elder Scrolls Online because a, a friend of ours, Durga, was like, oh, I started playing ESO again, 
and it's pretty good. And so yeah, I think I think you should play it. And mm-hmm. I played it, and I got really bored. I got <laughs> yeah, it's usually what happens bored. in that game. Like I don't know, I I can't do it. I don't I don't care. I don't like you it know that the much. Problem is, it's what? an MMO. Oh, that's why. That's why. I yeah, got gotcha. you. My chief problem with that game was that you are the one hero you can who can make a difference, just like everybody else who's following you. <laughs> exactly, yeah. And just like everyone else who's come before you. Yeah, and I did not... I, I didn't have fun with it. It's like 105 gigs to download, too. Jeez. It's huge. I only have a terabyte a month I can download. So that there goes... Really? One, yeah, there goes a tenth. Fine. So it's it's all right. It's I might play it some more just to see how it feels, but I I don't know. I had a lot more fun honestly uh, playing the wrestling game just because I like wrestling, and also the bugs in the wrestling game are pretty pretty hilarious. I had somebody fall through the canvas yesterday, so half of his body was on the lower side, and half <laughs> like the upper body was on the top, but he was like glitching with the canvas. So it was, it was. I ended up winning the match though, so that was good. Anyway, those are really the only games I play. Oh, I played a little bit of Rocket League as well last uh, Tuesday, I believe. I played some Rocket League, and that was okay because it's all right. I played a little bit with uh, the Roguish Bard, and Connor has yet to play Rocket League with me because he's a jerk. I don't own Rocket League. You should get it. It was fun. It's a fun game. Anyway, let's move on to some stories. Uh, Who here likes the Satanic Church? Me. Yeah, pretty cool. Yeah, so... That's that's different from the group that is actually doing this, though. I was going to say, this is different. This is about the Satanic Temple, which I don't know much about. They They are a group who claim themselves to be Satanists, but they are probably n- technically not the satanic church actually greatly dislikes the satanic temple because the the satanic temple basically uses satanism as a means of political influence oh uh, they they cry religious uh discrimination whenever certain things happen uh, around the country and use that as leverage to do things like, say, sue uh, whatever state that was that wanted to have a Ten Commandments monument, but then um, we're like, no, we don't want a Baphomet monument. Yeah, yeah. I uh, they, they do things like that, and they do things like this. I don't think they should sue, but I, I do think that they're within the right that it, like if there's a, a nativity scene that's placed somewhere in a public area, then you should be able to post a Satanist thing right next to it. Like, yeah, as long and, as you're being, I, I agree with that. The The problem is that that is not a Satanist thing to do. Yeah. The Satanist yeah. thing to do would just be to say that's fucking stupid and just ignore it. Otherwise. Yeah. yeah. And that makes sense. So, what we're talking about here is the Satanic Temple is actually suing Warner Brothers for a lot of money. Like, way more money than they would ever be able to get out of this. But 
They're suing the Satanic Simple is suing the streaming service and Warner Brothers. So uh, Sabrina, the the new Sabrina the Teenage Witch, is on Netflix. It's like a dark, edgy thing on Sabrina, which is weird to me. I haven't watched it yet. And so Netflix is streaming it. Warner Brothers made it, and the, the Satanic Simple is suing it for one hundred and fifty million dollars. That is. That is quite a bit of money. So the religious organization claims the show features a statue depicting two children looking up at a goat-headed deity called uh, Baphomet. Is that it? Yeah. You did it. Yeah. Yeah. And that it bears close similarities to its own tribute of Baphomet. In the court documents filed on Thursday, this is also on Engadget, just so you know. In the court documents filed on Thursday in the New York District Court, The temple claims that the statue is designed and commissioned in 2013 and 2014 as a copyrighted artwork. And the version of the show was a modification of that design. The group's founder, Lucian Greaves, compared the two works on Twitter. And there's a picture below where you can see. Actually, to be fair, they really do look similar. Like, are are you guys looking at these pictures? Yeah, I'm looking at the Lucian Greaves suite right now that has them both right next to each other. I I mean, I think the $150 million is is pretty far, but if that is copywritten artwork, I could totally yeah. see them. I could totally see them kind of winning that because that does look alarmingly similar. Even with the kids in the place that they're at right there, it, it, assuming that it's the whole collective of the medium that's copyrighted, I'd say that's... That was somebody probably Googled it, found it for a source reference image or something like that, and nobody checked it. Yeah. That's the case. Hold up. Uh, what are you looking up right now? So. Like, I, I are you looking up, like, the classical depictions of Baphomet? Yeah. yeah that's what I figured. I'm pretty sure that Baphomet has been depicted in almost that exact same manner for a long time. Certainly the pose is iconic, but the, I mean, looking at the belt, the way that it's got that plated background on it and everything, the the fact that the children basically have the same haircuts, the same postures, the same positions. I didn't even think about the kids. Yeah. The children, the children depiction is like uncanny. Yeah. Like even the, the hair on that girl on the left is yeah. similar. Yeah. yeah the kids got the exact same haircut. I, I mean, I, I almost think including the kids was the worst thing they could have done for themselves. Probably on it. But here's the thing. And, and this is the unfortunate thing is the satanic temple probably won't win this no matter how right they are. And that's know. all along the lines of them being the satanic temple. I don't know about that. I'd hope uh, not. Not for that reason. That sort of, you know, downsizes fair justice. Well, and I, I, I agree. But think of they, they get a conservative judge. I don't think that matters. It's still a matter of copyright law. You're, and I, I agree with you. But I could see our silly, silly justice system being like, no, they're Satanists. We don't care. No, I don't think that's how that'll work. No, lawyers are still lawyers at the end of the day. That's true. But I I, I don't know. I think they do have a case, though, because everything in this picture 
at least to me, I'm like, that's that's super similar. Like I Definitely. I understand I I get the kids kind of praying there and all that jazz, but it got down to the point where the hair is the same. Yeah, and that like if it was just like no, we had just had two kids looking up and they were looking at Baphomet and we wanted to make sure that Baphomet was in the scene, so we put them to the sides. That would be like okay, maybe they maybe that's what they did. But then you're like, okay, but the haircut is exactly the same. I, I think, I think it's pretty close. Pretty, pretty, pretty close. Anyway, um, what do you guys think? Do you think 150 million dollars is too much? Yeah, I mean, I'm I have oh. iffy opinions on copyright just in general. That's yeah. how you uh, always do it, though. Whenever you sue for something like this. Yeah, when I sue Aroa for uh, taking my brand name. Then I'm gonna assume for fourteen million dollars. Yeah, and then you'll you'll probably get like five bucks. Yeah, that's uh, I, more I than call my that a good worth. settlement. Yeah, my that's more than my site is worth. To be fair, I'm not sure. D- d- fuck you, Alexa. Stop that. What? Alexa just started talking to she, me. She probably went like, "Yeah, you're damn right." <laughs> <laughs> Hail Satan. Uh, <laughs> so let's move on. Uh, Nintendo Switch. Who here has a Nintendo Switch? You know the answer to that, Nathan. It's everyone. Everyone has a Nintendo Switch. Everyone and ever has a Nintendo Switch. <laughs> it is. It has officially sold more than the GameCube, I believe. So oh that's boy. good. So the Nintendo Switch finally has YouTube streaming on it. Finally. Yeah. I was, that's the one thing I didn't understand with the Nintendo Switch is they didn't have YouTube, they didn't have Netflix, anything like that when it first released. And that's on everything. Every, like, $14 phone you get is going to have YouTube on it. But the Nintendo Switch did not, which which is amazing to me. Uh, do you guys have any idea when Netflix is coming to the Switch? I don't think anyone has any idea when the Netflix is coming to the Switch. Dang it. Dang it. So, uh, it is available if you have a Nintendo Switch. You can watch that. The streaming options on the Nintendo Switch right now are Hulu and that's it. Hulu and YouTube. Uh, not Netflix isn't there yet. Although, apparently, rumor is that it could change soon. So, hopefully, hopefully that will, will go. Have either of you watched YouTube on the Nintendo Switch yet? I downloaded it, yeah. Yeah, it's literally just the app that's on every other like smart TV and, and game console and all that. Oh, that makes sense. That makes Call sense. Call me uh maybe jaded. I don't know what the best word for it to be. I'm just not that impressed by a YouTube app nowadays. Yeah, I, I'm just impressed that they were they did it. They got that on there because at least when I got my Wii U, Netflix and YouTube were on the Wii U immediately. Or pretty pretty close to to right after release. And I actually really liked the Netflix app for the Wii U. I thought it was really good. Because you could you could switch it between the two, like the um, tablet and the screen. And you could also fast forward with the tablet, which was pretty awesome. And the, the fact that they didn't just port that over to the Switch immediately is silly to me. But, oh well, that's just me. 
maybe maybe hackers will get it on there before the actual programmers will. I mean, I'm sure it'll probably end up coming eventually. I still have this little conspiracy theory of my own that Nintendo is trying to improve their online network. Hopefully, by the time Smash comes around, they'll have it fixed, but I'm I'm not holding my breath that, that what they have right now is going to be the most of what they offer. Yeah. I'm willing to bet if it does end up going the way that they introduced Net 2.0 or whatever the hell they chose to call it, that's when we get introduced to you know probably a whole lot of streaming options. Let's face it, if you've listened to this podcast for the last month or so, there's a lot of streaming options out there. There's a Eventually, few. They, yeah, they might just end up having a whole bunch of apps one day. You know what I got? actually yesterday from the thrift store i got a 3ds from a thrift store nice yeah uh i got it for free got it oh. for, uh because did you i steal it no i i know somebody who works there and she's like here you can have this did like, she steal it nope <laughs> nope it doesn't have a power cable so they don't know if it works so but i got a free 3ds get a power cable like from another 3ds and nope Apparently not. So it's mine now. That's why thrift stores are great. Because they are great. They're just full of people that don't actually know anything about what they're, well, what well, they're buying off people. Here's the thing. She knows. So what they do is they this thrift store goes and do, does uh, storage lockers. And the uh, lady yeah. who, who helped me is one of our good, actually two of our good friends. Um, mom. She works there. And so she knows what things are are worth video game wise. And so she usually gives me really good discounts. That's where I get all my original Xboxes and Wii's and stuff. So she knows what they're worth and she uh she gave it to me, which was awesome. So I now have a three DS that I'm probably never gonna play. Cause I don't mobile game. Anyway, let's move on and talk about Prima Games. Anybody remember who Prima Games are? Sure Is that does. How it's pronounced? Prima? Is it? Yeah, Prima? I always called it Prima. Prima oh, strategy, Prima. guys. Yeah. That that makes sense. Though, I mean, the only the only problem I have with that is that I don't know. It, it doesn't look like I don't know. Whatever. It could be Prima. And anyway, it's shutting down. Prima. Games also, Prima down. sounds more like Primer, which is exactly what you're buying. It's a Primer. Anyway, and also, but I, I think Prima is Prima is like a like a word, isn't it? Like is it Prima Donna? Maybe. Yeah. Well, no. Well, I think it's Latin. I don't know, but it's shutting down. So, it was. I it, can't believe it lasted this long. I know. It was strat. It, they they made strategy guides, e guides, codes, maps, blah blah blah. They did a lot of stuff, and. Basically, whenever you would go into a store 10 years ago now and buy a game, they'd be like, hey, do you want the strategy guide for $15? And you'd be like, nope. So, because that was never used. And I actually, I got the strategy guide for a lot of games way back when, before uh, the internet was everywhere. I have the strategy guide for Okami, actually. The PS2 version of Okami. I have a stack that's probably probably close to a foot tall of strategy guides for games. Wow, wow you have four like, strategy guides. I'm proud of you. I, no, they, they weren't that thick, honestly, because most of the time the games that I got them for weren't all that complex. 
Complex. So, wow. So, why did I say it that way? Complex. That's what you mean. Uh, you know, the funniest thing is they made a strategy guide for Rock Band. <laughs> or or That's, was it Guitar Hero? I don't think it. Either way, it doesn't work like that. Uh, you'd, you'd go and it would you would open up the strategy guide and you go to the song and it would show you all the chords. Oh, or like all the notes. All the notes, yeah. So you would look at, at how to play the song. It's a study guide. Yeah. I mean, okay. Sure. That, it was hilarious. The worst one, and this is actually a Kotaku, I hate Kotaku, but they do talk about the worst strategy guide ever made and that I've read through. And it was the Final Fantasy IX strategy guide. And the reason that it was the worst was because on every single page, they would want you to use the Play Online service, which was Square Enix's. They were trying to, at the time, get everyone to register to Play Online and get tips and tricks from their Play Online service. (laughs) So it would be like, oh. I can't believe it didn't take off, Nathan. (laughs) I know. I know. It's awful. And so it would be like, oh, you uh, you want to learn more about what just happened here? Go to play online inside the strategy guides you bought. <laughs> it was fantastically awful, and it, it never worked. It never worked. I also saw that they had a strategy guide for Final Fantasy XI, which is an MMO, so, which changes, which is it's great. It's great and it was bad and my friend has it my friend has that strategy guide it wouldn't tell you how to do things beyond level 50 <laughs> like after you got like i read th- i read part of it and i was like oh well, what about this and then they're like oh we won't help we won't tell you what goes on after level 50 i'm like well then why did i why read you through you to me yeah that that's for the expert strategy guide you gotta cough up another 20 bucks for that bad boy so, so this is a good, a good entry right here. It says, Tetramaster. There's the more complete strategy card game in the Tetramaster section. Please refer to that section for additional details. And then on the left it says, for more information on the card game Tetramaster, visit Play Online. <laughs> yep. That's, that's the strategy guide that, that Prima Games made. Uh, they're going out of business. I, again... I'm very, very shocked that they have lived this long. I have no idea how they managed that. Wasn't it? Yeah. Brady Games. I, Brady Games was another one, right? Uh, yeah. I, I think mean, I I can't believe that like they even lasted through like even the '90s, because like even in the late '90s, you had game FAQs. Yeah, but Game not everyone. Okay, but but here's the thing. here's the deal. Not everyone had the internet back then. Like not everyone not everyone has it right now, but it was even worse back then because like I didn't have the internet until like 2002, 2003. Yeah, but you could you could do what I did and go to the library. That's what I was going to say, go to the library in the uncensored section that your parents mistakenly signed you up for. Anyway, um yeah, yeah, that's what I would do. I would uh for Final Fantasy 8, I went to the library 
and print it out. There's a there's tests that you have to take to level up the amount of money you make in the game. I know it sounds weird because it is. I don't know. But, it sounds kind of kind of cool, actually. If, so, if not for the fact that the internet exists. Well, yeah, but you're a um, so you're what's called a seed. <laughs> they called it seeds. Um, you're part of the seed organization, and you're one of the officers there. And so, say you get to level twenty, then in order to level up and rank up in the seed organization, you have to take tests. And so I printed out all of the answers for those and leveled up that way. <laughs> printed out. Yeah. Hey, uh, hey Aroa, let me yeah. ask you a question. You know how they're porting over like Final Fantasy 7 and 9 and 10 and 12 over to the Switch? You know, I think maybe there's a reason they skipped 8. It's because it was bad. <laughs> terrible game. Well, you know why? You know the real reason? Is they, no. haven't, they haven't remade it. Yeah, they don't need to. So... They, I personally am a lot happier just pretending that it never happened. So 7, 9, and 10, they have on pretty much every system. They have it on PlayStation 4. They have it on the PC. They have it on Xbox One. They have all these. I think they have them on Xbox One. I could be wrong about that one. I just want to point out that basically what you're saying in my argument is that the reason they're not porting over Final Fantasy VIII is because they're not porting Final Fantasy VIII. Yeah, it's because they haven't done it, because there's no demand for it, because it's not a very good game. Ah, then yes, I agree. Yeah. Neither is Final Fantasy X, to be fair, but... Yeah, I, eight, I agree with that, too. People eight like is, it, though. Eight is worse than ten. I will, yeah. I will say that. Um, though the and voice that's acting, why they aren't making strategy guides yeah. anymore. The voice acting in Final Fantasy VIII was better than Final Fantasy X, though. So I remember the opening blowing my goddamn mind when I was, like, seven. Uh, Final Fantasy VIII? Yeah. Yeah, that opening is it's actually really good. That was some awesome, like, late 90s cinematics. Man, I, I have to say that they were able to do some good shit with the play, original PlayStation hardware. I mean, those 15 frames a second looked really nice back then. <laughs> it was good. I mean, even looking back at, like, the Xboxes and the PS3s, those... They really used every bit they had available to them, especially in the late generation. That was the the one problem I had with playing through Final Fantasy IX on the PC. I started playing it, and I was like, this looks wrong during the cutscenes. It's because all the cutscenes run at 30 frames a second. I'm oof. sorry. I'm sorry. 15 frames a second. Double oof. <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh, no, because the game runs... I think in 60 frames a second now, but they didn't redo the cutscenes, which they should have redone the cutscenes. And so it's just super choppy on my super nice 27 inch HD monitors. So I'm just like, oh no. And it just looked wrong, but it's still a great game. Buy, play Final Fantasy IX if you haven't. You can play it on the, the uh, PS4. You can download it on the PS4, James. Anyway. Moving on to our next story, this is one we, we like talking about, is Microsoft making uh, messes out of everything. Uh, what is it with yeah. their updates lately? Well, so, they made it so that you lose all your data, and they're like, well, they that didn't was one. like that. So then they made it so that you lose your license to use the operating system while your data's <laughs> on. You know, pull it back a little bit. It's not as bad. You, your data's still there. 
Just give me 250 bucks. Yeah, just give me 250 bucks for just, an activation code. Buy a new license. Actually, what uh, what license is that it's doing? I don't remember if it's it's uh, Windows 10 Pro. Pro or Pro. I think it's home. just I think it's just Pro. It says yeah, for okay, reasons so it says that we are, found a Windows. Go ahead. It says for reasons that are currently unclear, Windows 10 professional users are finding that their prop properly licensed installations are being deactivated. And I actually uh, know somebody who that happened to. Uh, it looks like it was because the pro activation server went down. Oh, really? And so it just started reading a lot of people like your, if your copy happened to phone home during that period of time, it, uh, it tried to register with the wrong server. Oh, like the, the no server that was there. Yeah, it uh, from the tweets in the response to the to the tweet that they have in this article. Uh, this guy said, "There's a bug in the activation server that should be fixed within the next couple of days." Um, and then he posted an article on Computer World, said, "Win ten activation server down. Your pro license is still good. Uh, Microsoft will fix it within one to two business days." Well, that seems like it's a bit of a goof. Yeah, I mean, it's almost like maybe Microsoft should uh, should not have their shitty fucking operating system try to phone home every like six hours or whatever to make sure that you're make sure you paid at some point for this fucking operating system that shouldn't cost money in current year argument. It, it shouldn't. It shouldn't cost money in general, is what you're saying. Not to not to individuals. No, I really don't think it should. I think I think it's different if you have an enterprise license, but yeah, there's no reason. There's no reason one. There's definitely no reason why Pro and Home should be different products. No, definitely uh, not. There's absolutely no reason why I should pay a hundred dollars more just so that I can. Because I, I think is is BitLocker still tied behind the Pro license? I don't remember. I believe so. Okay, that's stupid for one. And remote access being locked behind that is also fucking stupid, considering there are innumerable different remote control solutions available for Windows users. Why the fuck would you put RDP behind a fucking $100 paywall? That's just stupid. Why wouldn't you? The the only reason I know this is because I, I recently... Uh, put an SSD into my wife's laptop because the hard drive in it was fucked since it had Windows 8 on it. Um, but I, uh, yeah, I did that. And then it was like, hey, just so you know, you're running Windows 10 Home. Here's all the things you can get with Windows 10 Pro. And it was like almost all shit that you could just do for free with other company software. Like TeamViewer or any desk um the only the only thing that that pro has that is really needed is um being able to join a domain oh yeah yeah being able to join a domain and uh group policy editing which yeah fyi group policy editing you can do everything you can do through group policy in the registry yes yes you can but like 
that that's a really big problem because before I got to my current job, um, and before my current boss was there, the the person who was there formally would uh, they would buy nooks with home on them for like display stations or little kiosks and stuff, which of course means they can't join the domain. And so I have to deal with these terrible little nooks that can't join the domain. It's a pain in the ass. Don't like nook is in like the e-reader? No, in you see the oh, oh the Intel okay. nooks. Okay. Yeah, I forget I've the never, next next something never pronounced computing those as nooks. Nook, yeah. I don't know. Nook. Nook? Yeah. I don't know. Everyone says nook where I'm at, so Get that good nook going. <laughs> So, uh, if you had this happen, if you have a Windows 10 Pro license that became deactivated, it should be fixed by now. Maybe go hit that activate button if you haven't already done so. Uh, Overwatch. Who plays Overwatch? Anybody? Yeah, every once in a while. Usually with you. Yeah. What about you? I Ra-ra-ra-ra? hate Overwatch. Oh. They're coming I don't out actually new- hate it. I just don't care about it anymore. They're coming out with a new character, though. Oh, oh man, the, she is gonna have so many cosplayers. She's not even like she doesn't even have any any revealing outfits yet. No, but there's gonna be so I many cosplayers. See your titties. Listen, <laughs> listen, you're a bad person, Aroa. <laughs> you need to. How the stop. fuck am I supposed to respect this independent woman if I can't see her boobies? Well, she's actually not an independent woman by the nature of the game. She's on the part of a team. Yeah. What a fucking piece of shit. So so they're coming out with a new character named Ash. She's going to be like a... I, I, I don't know. She looks like a gl- gunslinger type, but I don't know what she's going to be. She's going to be an old west. Oh. Yeah, she's, she's using a varmint rifle. She's a cowgirl, just in time for the cowboy video game that they released. Oh, perfect. I wonder if that was a coincidence or not. I It couldn't have been. <laughs> that, I, I raised I raised an eyebrow to that earlier too. They already have their Red Dead Redemption character though. Right, and this is how you get aboard the hype train. Choo choo, motherfucker. <laughs> so so they already have McCree, who literally has the same move as his ultimate as the person from Red Dead Redemption. It is the good, same move. Ability. Yeah. So it, McCree really is just the Red Dead Redemption character. I don't know what his name is. I never played that game. John Marston in oh, the, the original, not the original one, but yeah. the, the not sequel. Right, right. I don't know. Um, I have never played Grand Theft Horse. Sorry. It's it's actually good. Like I don't. I, I hear. I, hear I, I if it came out on PC, I'd probably play it right now. Yeah. So what we're actually talking about with Overwatch is that the next big patch will be a really, really big patch. It says here as a quote on Kotaku again. I'm sorry, Kotaku is like the only site that'll work for video games at my work. So anyway, the next major patch will have some pretty fundamental changes to the game client. The number of back-end changes we're putting in uh, are substantial enough that we can't just patch over the current content efficiently. As a result, when the next patch comes out, the client will fully reinstall itself to handle these changes. We know that this isn't ideal for people on metered connections, so hopefully this announcement helps you prepare for this coming update. Now, thankfully, this game is kind of the polar opposite of Elder Scrolls Online. 
Elder Scrolls Online is 105 gigs, while uh, Overwatch is only 13 gigs. So yeah, that's not so bad. It's still a lot, but I I kind of I get it. They have to redo if they have to redo so much that it's it's nearly impossible to just have it work with what they already have installed. I get it because they would have to be swapping out a bunch of files, and then it it's this is probably just the easiest way than to make their installer like swap out the files that are needed to be swapped out. If that mm-hmm. makes sense. I'm sure you're at some a, point this has to be the most efficient way to go about it. Yeah, you're a programmer, right, Connor? I'd like to think so. Um, so could you do, do you think that this would probably be the best way? Like have you you've made programs before? I'm yep. I'm sure. So at at some point it just comes down you've to You've made them computers go good? I, yeah. I, I just I, I put in my keyboard that has one button that says write program and it works. <laughs> but but yes, at, at certain point there are times where you can just kind of patch over an issue or add a feature by extending something that's already there. And then at other times that's not really an option. If you've you know, if you've spent the last two years optimizing your engine and then everything else you've been doing to that point has also just been attaching to the old engine, there's gonna be a point where you might just want to cut that branch and start with the new one you know and there I was another exactly what they're doing here if Did only you... anybody else would ever do that like i don't know microsoft maybe you should stop stop it yeah yeah stop it just just reinstall my operating system every six months it'll be fine well, i just i was fucking like mac os did it fucking okay. apple apple pulled the plug on on fucking their their uh, legacy bullshit, and everyone was better off for it. What did? But did people complain about it? Oh, I'm sure they did. That's yeah. what people do best. Oh, right. how am I supposed to run my PowerPC applications? And the and Apple's answer was, "Go fuck yourself. Buy a new MacBook." <laughs> like, right. Right. Whereas so, Microsoft's like, no, it's okay. We have a DOS emulator built into Windows 10. Just in case. Just in and, case. And it's like, hey, look, I get it. I I get that, that you guys just love being backwards compatible. Maybe maybe it's time maybe it's time that we we do we stop. I kinda stop. like the backwards compatibility because how else am I gonna play old old games? DOS box. How else am I gonna play old old games that aren't on DOS? I wanna play Windows three point one games, Aroa. That's on DOS. I know it's a it's like a DOS GUI. It's like a GUI yeah. on top of DOS. Just a shell. Yeah. Anyway, you want to play Windows ninety five games? Just get yourself a fucking well, and it's gonna machine. be it's gonna be worse from now on because apparently Windows ten is the last operating system from Microsoft. So oh, they're just yeah. going to they're just gonna so keep just... updating it. They're just gonna keep adding patches on top of patches. What could go wrong? What Everything could go wrong? Fine. Maybe yeah. one day they'll be like, "Sorry, we screwed up. We need to release this 54 gigabyte day one patch to this operating system." <laughs> Oops! <laughs> Whoopsie! Uh-oh. We'll get that in a minute. Um, yeah. So Overwatch is good where game. We're gonna go. It is. It is where we're gonna go. It's so. Who here played the Fallout beta? Anybody? 
Did anyone besides me play the Fallout beta? I watched Did my buddy play the Fallout it to beta. Play the beta? Yeah. No. No. Oh. So yes oh. and no. So Infinite, who's one of uh, Parallax Abstraction's friends, he pre-ordered the beta. Or he pre-ordered the game, and he got in the beta. And they, oh, gave, and then they gave out keys. And then he gave me a key. So I was able to play ah. it, and it was okay. That's about all I can say about it was that I didn't hate it. I, I had a little bit of fun with it, but it's From definitely... From what I saw, it's what you would expect. It's, yeah. it's Fallout with friends. Yes. It looked horrifically boring. It's uh, Yeah, the world is super empty. Yeah. Yeah, it's weird. One feature I do want to call out that I ended up liking a whole lot is when you take photos in the game, those become your loading screen photos. Oh, that is pretty cool. And that's a lot of fun. You know, there was another game that I I liked back in the day. I don't know if I went and played it again if I would like it, but Wild Arms 3 for the PlayStation 2, when you got to... So there was like a... um, like, you know how, like, when you watch a TV show and it has, like, the the theme song and it'll show different pictures of the people and it's stupid. So, they would actually do that at the beginning of Wild Arms 3 when you would load it up. And after you got, like, a fourth of the way through the game, it would change to represent what had been done previously. And so, every, like, quarter or, or three or, like, a little bit through the game, it would change the opening sequence, which I thought was awesome. I actually love when games do that. Warcraft 3 had something like that that I absolutely fell in love with as a kid. Yeah, yeah. So um, that was really great. But I don't know if the game's any good anymore. And um, I, I hope Fallout 76 gets a lot better than it is right now. I still might purchase it just because it's Fallout and I really like Fallout. And, and Don't it's- be one of those people. Why not? Don't do that. Don't buy games that that you Don't like. Don't buy the, the game just because just because it's in a series that you like. If but, it's not a good game, but that's why I buy all the wrestling games. Yeah, that's also why. Yeah, look at how Final well Fantasy that's going VIII. for you. Hey, I liked Final Fantasy VIII when I was a kid. I'm, I I'm sure you grew up and became a much more intelligent individual. Now, now here's the here's the deal. Final Fantasy VIII. I think it's not a good Final Fantasy game, but I think it's an okay game. You see, I say similar things about Fallout 3. Fallout 3 is a terrible uh, Fallout game, but it's a great video game. Yeah. Can't say the same thing about Final Fantasy 8, because Final Fantasy 8 not only is a bad Final Fantasy game, but it's just a bad game. I don't think it's a bad game, though. I think it's okay. I'm sure you love the card game, too, don't you? No, I actually hate the card game in that. I like I, I somebody I went to call. Uh, he was actually my roommate for a long time. Uh, he loves that game, and I could just never understand the argument as to why it's bad. One of our um, one of our old friends, Diamotion, really liked the card game in Final Fantasy VIII, and I don't like that you go to a different place and it will give you rules that screw screw you over. And so you have to travel to a di- another place to reset the rules so that they're normal. Uh, it, it doesn't take way too long. It's not a massive waste of your time or anything. Yes, it's just sort of how I just view Final Fantasy VIII in general, a massive waste of your time. So do you want to you talk about another massive waste of your time? You know I do, baby. This podcast. Oh, 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 oh.
That's true. Anyway, uh, downloading Fallout 76, apparently. There is going to be a 54 gig day one patch for the PlayStation 4. Wait, only for the PlayStation 4? Uh, well, that's what it says. It says a uh, few days away from 70, Fallout 76 getting launched. Uh, it's going to have a 54 gig patch to the PlayStation 4, as reported by PlayStation Universe. Couple on top of the install size of 45 gigs. Yeah. Uh, so and- I don't own a PlayStation 4. What's the standard hard drive size on one of those bad boys? <laughs> I do mean bad boys. 500. 500 gigs. That's a that's a pretty decent chunk. Yeah. Well, and this all comes on the heels of a 30 gig patch that was released two days uh, on the final two days of the beta. So you have 45. 54 and 30 so that's 129 gigs in about two weeks that's a lot of patching not including whatever other updates will inevitably be coming shortly thereafter hopefully they're patching in uh hopefully they're patching in fun (laughs) um one of the comments here is i it's bethesda talking it's like i spared every expense making this game i that's a lot of gigs to download in two weeks and especially on people with metered connections because i know at one point comcast only had like what was it 500 gigs 300 gigs i think they've went up by by now but i think think it just depends on how much you're paying every month yeah but i think the highest is still like a terabyte which is not enough it's not it it it's really not. I mean, there just shouldn't be a limit. It's stupid. There shouldn't be. You're, they pay pennies, pennies for each gig. Mm-hmm. And and we're paying a massive amount, and we get throttled if we go over. the The crappy thing is my my internet once it gets upgraded will be very similar. It will have um, one. I, I believe it's one terabyte of download and upload combined, and then. You have to pay ten dollars for every fifty gigs after that. However, That's so stupid. well, well, here's the deal. Apparently, after you pay three times, so after you pay thirty dollars, they're just like screw it, and they just let you keep going with. Oh wow! It's almost like it's a fucking, it's a fucking extortion scheme or something. It really is. It really, really is. So, yeah. I don't like it. I don't like that stuff anyway. But 130 gigs for Fallout 76. And the the story before was 13 gigs for Overwatch. Now, to be fair, Fallout is a little bigger than Overwatch. Like, they have a lot more space for you to cover. Plus, they have to make it on a 30-year-old engine. Fun fact, they've hey, been making... Hey, you- Huh. You know what? You know what's funny? What? Um, so you know how you brought up uh fucking uh Dark Age of Camelot? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Same engine. Wait, what really? <laughs> yeah. Awesome. What? The game Game Bre- oh. was originally made for Dark Age of Camelot. That is amazing. It's that old, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> it's it that all... fucking old. And Dark Age of Camelot was what, two thousand two? Something like that, yeah. Let's look it up. Dark and Age it's, it's, of Camelot. It's also incredible to me. 
that it was an engine originally created for an MMO and they made like an incredibly mediocre uh, fucking online game with it. Okay, I'm pr- I'm pretty damn good with my video game dates. Uh it says it was released uh 2000 or October 10th, 2001, but then they also released it again from GOA uh January 31st of 2002. Dark Age of Camelot. So this this has been around for 18 years. 16 years. This this engine's been around for 16 years and they haven't they've just been tacking things onto the Gamebryo engine. <laughs> yep. yeah, I would say if it ain't broke don't fix it, but, but uh, it is. Burned. If you've ever played a Fallout game or It's a little broke. A, That's a just Skyrim, a part of the experience. Yeah, or an Elder Scrolls game or uh what other games do they make? That's it. I mean That's, like Elder Scrolls online games like that, they aren't too bad, but they also hold your hands just a little bit and how would you explore the world? Right. But like Skyrim had a bunch of bugs. Like there was the one bug that they kept in on purpose where the giant would hit you and you just fly <laughs> about 40 meters into the sky. Yeah. That's the giant space program. Uh, they had another bug where your dragon would turn into macho man. That wasn't a bug. That was a mod. Don't be. Silly. Oh, right. Oh, right. I, that would no, have been oh, a good yeah. bug. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, I dig it. Anyway, snap into a Slim Jim, anybody? Anybody? Anybody, please. <laughs> I I bought a whole bunch of Slim Jims for the Portland Retro Gaming Expo, and I did not eat any of them because um, Slim Jims are awful. Oh, my God. I love Slim Jims so much. Do they're, you? They're a staple of like I could any cartridge. If, if they wouldn't kill me, I would eat them constantly. And they would kill you. And they would kill you. I love I love peeling the wrapper off of them. Not not like the container, but I mean like the the meat wrapping. <laughs> oh, the uh, I, whatever I love, it is they they spice yeah, it with or whatever the preservative yeah, wrapping. Like sausage edible sausage wrapping. I like to bite the top uh, off of the slim jim and then peel that that wrapping off and and eat that separately. See, I so, never really thought about it this way, but for Aroa, the eating of a Slim Jim is really like, you know, something you do to satisfy that, that Thanatos surge in you. You like ripping it layer by layer. How are you with cheese sticks? A little manipulative, mutilative as well? What do you, I mean, there's not as much you can do with a cheese stick, is there? I uh, guess that's true. He bites the heads off gummy bears. <laughs> but everyone does that. <clears throat> I do that with... the kind of sick bastard who just takes a bite out of a Kit Kat bar, not even breaking them off. I'm mm, no, I'm not fucking, fucking sick in the head. Are you kidding me? I, I love Kit Kats. I do. Right. I love Kit Kats so I, much. I've been on a wafer kick lately. I don't know why I'm bringing it up on this podcast, but goddamn. Okay. Good stuff. Okay. So I guess this is the end of our podcast, but let's talk about our favorite junk foods. Um, <laughs> Kit Kats. I love Kit Kats. Um, I also really like uh, like sweetest fish, but I don't like that they get stuck in your teeth. Because that's all. Yeah, well, I mean, that's, everyone hates that. Swedish yeah. fish are just a secret tongue exercise program. Because <laughs> if you get good at picking them out, your tongue's going to be jacked. Yeah. Um, what about you, Aurora? Your favorite junk foods? Um, I like chocolate oranges. What about you, Connor? What are you? <laughs> <laughs> 
So I'm a I'm a taffy sucker at heart. Oh, taffy's good. Taffy, I'm I go nuts for it. But I'm a big sour guy too. Warheads are my thing. Oh, that's good. I I will eat a couple warheads, but they're not they're not my favorite. I don't like the sour too much. Ooh, and lately I've been on a Twizzler kick too. Like specifically the the red and yellow ones that got the the way too sugary filling. So Those when I worked shit. when I worked at the phone company. They gave us a little filing cabinet to put our documents and stuff in. I didn't use it for that. I would put like soups there for lunch, and I would also buy a lot of those like little Debbie's like brownies and cupcakes and stuff, and keep them in my desk for when I got hungry. Fucker. <laughs> well, I also worked with a lot of women, and so one day my friend and I went to lunch, and one of uh, the girls in my pod came in and she had like a really red nose and I thought she like had a cold and she was sick, but she still had to come to work cause she didn't have any time off. And I was like, Oh, whatever. And so she doesn't go to lunch. Uh, my friend and I go to lunch. I come back and I see that she's still at her desk and I'm like, Hey, how, how are you doing? Uh, are you sick? I saw you come in late and I swing around and I look at her and she's bawling. What? And I'm like, oh no. And I, I look back at my friend Chris and he saw this and just started walking away. <laughs> I was like, no, no. And so I didn't know what to do because she was just crying. Apparently her boyfriend had broke up with her. Oh, what a loser. And so and I'm, like, I'm like, uh, uh. And so I went into my desk and I just you like suck my dick. I know. <laughs> I, I went I went to my desk and I just Pulled out a box of brownies and set it in front of her. <laughs> it's like, just eat this, please. Be happy. Um, so, and this has been Basic Human Interactions 101 with Dr. This, Nathan Reitensbrew. Whenever is, you see a woman crying, give her chocolate. We'll yes. shut her up quick. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I, I just don't know what to do in those situations. I'm just like, uh, I should have done what I do when I'm sad. <laughs> you do the exact same thing you do when you're stressed. You pull out the donuts. Yeah, oh man, donuts are delicious. I, I certain donuts are delicious. Like and and I can only eat like one at a time because of how rich they are usually. Um but I did go to Voodoo Donuts once. You guys hear about that place? It's like a no. popular donut place in Portland, Oregon. The Is Simpsons. it like Blazed and Infused, which is a popular donut place in Chicago that I lived literally walking distance from? Is uh, it like maybe strange donuts. A yeah, donut place that is around here. That I don't know if it's yeah, it's similar. Else. So like their whole thing is they they do voodoo donuts. Uh, was their first weird donut, which was like a donut that was in the shape of a human that had like red jam filling. Mm. Um, but they also had which I'm surprised. So we went at, we went there. We waited in line for two hours because of how packed it was. I did not care. Because I don't like donuts that much. And we go to the door. And when we get to the door, there were four of us. And two of my friends were like, hey, guys, it's really packed in there. We're just, we're going to go inside and get the donuts for you. And you stay out here. So I didn't even get to go inside the store. And they came out and they gave me this, like, chocolate peanut butter donut that was really not that good. It was really, really rich and not that good. Which I am very surprised that they didn't get me the gay bar, which was in the shape of a penis and had white cream filling. Yeah, that really sounds like it would have been up your alley. Yeah, like that's I, I, I would I 
I thought too highly of my friends, honestly, because I figured they would have got me that. Because I know that Connor would have got me that. Almost certainly. Yeah. But so then anyway, again, I have a good sense of humor. That's true. That's true. So anyway, um, junk foods. That was I like junk food. I, I've actually been watching my calories lately, so I'm really, really hungry. So right you're now. really craving it right now. I, I am. I've been like, instead of eating like three grilled cheese sandwiches for lunch, I only have one. And it and it sucks. I I do love grilled poor, cheese. Poor poor thing. <laughs> I I'm See, only I... at like seventeen hundred calories a day or something like that. Damn! Instead yeah. of eating three grilled cheese sandwiches, I only get one. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up, Aroa! So hungry. <laughs> you eat more than I do. I do. And you look do. how happy he is for it. He's happy. <laughs> It's happy until he looks in the mirror. Anyway. This has um, just been the weirdest ending to a podcast ever. It really is. It really is. So, Like, if we had listeners, I would be embarrassed. We have, like, ten regulars. So, anyway, I will be back next week. Connor will be back next week, possibly, you, maybe. You don't know that. I said possibly, maybe. Bitch, you'll know me. And is going to be here next week because he doesn't have a life. Bitch, you know me? Yes, I do. I've, I actually do know you. Unlike Connor, I've met you in real life. Bitch. Oh, <laughs> uh, this is this is just the best podcast. Okay, I'll see you all like next week. Remember to to follow on all the all the podcast things: Spotify, TuneIn, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher. Follow somewhere. Right, download the, the problem. The problem with all that is that if they're listening, they already know how to get there. Yes, but good. Goodbye. Please like and subscribe. Make sure you upvote and you dig it. And if you're on MySpace, could you like things on MySpace? I feel like you could react to stuff. I leave don't a, remember. Leave don't, a comment I, with an I, ASCII thumbs up. I think you, I follow, you follow band pages now, right? Is that what you do? Well, well that's, that's what, what it originally now. was. But what so did you do? How did you react to things back in MySpace days? Oh, comments. I remember, remember commenting like, yeah, yeah. Is that all you could do? It yeah, I think so. Relative. I mean, that's how I got good with HTML was just modding around shit in Minecraft. It was pretty basic. Yeah, I had MySpace. one of my friends. What did I say? Minecraft. Minecraft. <laughs> one of my one of my friends got into my MySpace account, and uh, he he altered it quite a bit. Like Connor would. And um, he put like, uh, it was like, oh, who's your favorite? The only one I remember that he did was, who are, who's your who's your hero? And it's just who's a picture. It's like, these are, these, these are my only heroes. And it showed gay Batman and Robin. And I was like, oh, <laughs> thanks. Thanks a, thanks a bunch, Brandon. So I had to go through and fix my profile because my friend went in my computer without me, without my permission. Which, which is why you should lock your computers. Lock, yeah, maybe lock. you should have just had basic computer security skills at that young age. Yeah. Anyway, thank, thank you for being here. We will catch you next week. Goodbye. Why didn't we end this 30 minutes ago? <laughs> yeah.